0: Financially Tuned. And now, here's Mark Fricks to help you be perfectly tuned. Hello, and welcome to another show of Financially Tuned
1: with me, Mark Fricks of Master Plan Retirement Consultants, and our co host today, Tony Shore. We are pleased you're with us today. We have a show that's a little different. We want to cover some information that we I don't really believe we've talked about before, and it's about estate planning and legacy planning and, and really about what needs to be done, what most folks are missing, and how to correct some of those things. Even if you think you've done estate planning, today's show will probably show you some areas where you've either missed or you're weak in this area, and this is an area where you only get one chance To get it right. So I think it's really an important topic. And Tony, I'm looking forward to talking about this today.
0: Well, that sounds like a great topic. And we've never really delved into estate planning on the show before. So I'm glad you brought this one up. And for our listeners out there, they might think, well, I don't need to worry about that right now. I think that's uh, the mistake we all make. And you don't want to get into that uh, situation. You want to plan ahead. And that's really what's fair to your loved ones it's not fair to your loved ones not to have a plan in place uh, or an estate plan in place. And so this is a great topic, Mark. I'm glad you brought this one up. Uh, Before we get into that, though, um, how is Master Plan Retirement doing? What's going on over there?
1: Uh, we're we're um, just blowing and going. I guess is one way to put it. Really sure. busy. Lots of great things going on. We've uh, uh, had another class last night. Uh, last night we taught a class on social security planning and how to maximize retirement income, and uh, we had about fifty folks attend, and it was a great class, and and lots of um, lots of the folks that uh, attended want to um, you know come in and, and chat with us and and see what we can do to help them out to maximize their retirement you know uh, we keep hearing folks say i'm i'm afraid i'm going to run out of money before i run out of life and so that's one of the that's one of the things we we do a good job of is making sure folks money lasts a lifetime so we're doing real good having a great time and you know i love teaching as you know and and as well as love uh, love meeting one on one with folks so we're we're having a good time and and staying busy and and always learning something new, too. You know, every time you think you get got it all figured out, something either changes or, or a new oh, yeah. concept comes up. So that's what makes yeah. it exciting, too.
0: Yeah. Oh, most definitely. And I'm looking forward to our discussion today. So to get us started, uh, I bet some of our listeners out there might have a misconception as to what you mean by estate planning. So exactly what do you mean by estate planning? What are we talking about today?
1: Well, that's a great question. And And when I say estate planning... You know, it's not just about documents. It's one thing to have documents, uh, wills and trust and and powers of attorney. And we will talk about those because they are an important foundation of estate planning, but that's not a plan. Those are are documents or those are, you know, paperwork. And so everybody needs a strategy and a plan to pull all that together. So we're going to talk about that. I think first we'll go through the basics of what everyone needs to have, and then we'll get into how to tie it together. Uh, so, you know, first of all, of course, um, everybody needs some sort of a, a, a will, okay? And, and really a will is just a document that does not go into effect uh, until you pass away. I know that sounds maybe kind of silly, but a lot of folks think that once they have a will, it's in effect. Well, it's a it's a, uh, a dead document, if you'll pardon the expression, until somebody passes away and then it comes alive. And it's basically just a set of instructions of what I want to happen to my stuff, you know, when Mm -hmm. I pass away. And so that's the very basic will. And then there's lots of things that can happen from that, but you need one of those at least, at least a will. And I will tell you right now, folks, if you don't have a will of your own, Uh, you do have one. It's down at the courthouse uh, where you live and uh, basically the courts will decide where your stuff goes if you pass away. And so I don't know if that's important to you or not, but it's important to me. I would rather make those decisions as opposed to uh, an officer of the court and the probate judge. But that's step one is to have a will. The uh, next document you should have in place would be a financial power of attorney. Now, Basically, anytime you hear power of attorney, it's giving somebody else the power to act for you. So a financial power of attorney is to give somebody else the right to handle your financial affairs. It may be as simple as taking money out of an account for you, or it could be more than that. It could be, you know, actually making trades and things like that. So uh, when this comes into uh, account is if, um, first of all, if you are unable to make decisions, so if you've been in an accident, uh, you're uh, maybe in a coma or something has happened, and, you know, money needs to to come into your accounts, money needs to be acquired to help you out, this person can step in and they can, uh, you know, again, take money out of your accounts to help that situation. And then the other power of attorney is the healthcare power of attorney uh, here in Georgia. There's actually a form that the state of Georgia has put on a website on their website that you can use. And we like that form because all the doctors recognize it. All the hospitals have seen it many times before. And so we know it, uh, it works and they don't have to worry about going up to the legal department to make sure it works. OK, so we like that form. But the health care, again, gives you. Uh, give somebody else the right to act on your behalf for healthcare decisions. So again, if you needed a blood transfusion or surgery and you're unable to answer and sign off on that, then that uh, document gives somebody else the right to make that decision for you as well. I know in Georgia we also have, as part of that document, what we call the the living will, and that's the document that talks about um, final wishes from a standpoint of you know sustaining uh, life. Do you want to you know so do you want the doctors to keep you plugged up and do you want them to, to feed you uh, through a tube? Do you want them? And this is all takes a uh, uh, takes effect basically if you have really no hope of surviving. Uh, it's a situation where it's terminal. Uh, typically a short amount of time when they expect you to pass away. So do you want to be kept alive as long as possible? Do you want to go natural course or something in between? So those are the basic documents that everyone needs to have. And as you can hopefully tell from the discussion, they are critical to have these. And if you don't have them, at least go and get those from a local attorney or, or uh, you know, something like that, just to make sure you have those. Now, that's we think you need more than that, but at least get that done.
0: Wow. Well, yeah, it's so important. And I don't think a lot of people realize how important it is. And I've heard statistics that very few, you know, I mean, less than half of the people out there even have wills. And and that's terrible. I mean, you at least need a will. But uh, there are things, you know, you might think that if you have a will that covers everything and it really doesn't, does it?
1: No, it, it doesn't. That's a great point, Tony. The, um, uh, you know, the will only covers things, first of all, that are in your name personally. So if you own, say, a house jointly with a spouse, then and in most cases, that joint holding uh, will take precedence over the will. Not always. It depends on how it's worded. But in most cases, if you pass away, that house would automatically go to the joint owner. So it would not go through your will. Why is that important? Well, maybe that joint owner, you don't want to get the house for whatever reason. Um, So that's, you know, a lot of folks don't think about that. Um, And then also uh, items that have a beneficiary uh, listing do not go through the will uh, unless you designate that. So if I've got an IRA or a life insurance policy and the beneficiary, I, I put my spouse down, then the will has nothing to do with that. It would go directly to my spouse. And so that again, needs to be taken into account. Now you can say as a beneficiary, yes, I want this to go to my estate. And if you put that, it will go to your will. But in most cases, that's not a good idea because now you've triggered a probate situation and you've probably, very likely if it's an IRA, you could be creating a huge tax implication as well. So that's not a good idea, even as a contingency to put down your estate. It needs to be more specific. And that's kind of a a dose or just a, a pinch of what I talked about earlier, estate planning, as opposed to just having documents.
0: Sure. And that makes perfect sense. Now, we're almost out of time for this segment. We have to take a quick commercial break. But before we do, I know you have a special offer for our listeners today.
1: Yeah, we're doing something extra special today. We are offering the first 20 callers, not only a complimentary consultation, but when you come in for that consultation, you will also get a um, uh, the uh, offer of my, uh, my book that came out last spring. It's called um, uh, you know, the, the excursion of a lifetime, basically the road less traveled. And it's about uh, everything to do with planning. And it's on a very uh, basis of very uh, easy language, uh, we tell a lot of stories in the book, and it does cover estate planning, legacy planning as well. So, if you are the first, one of the first 20 callers, uh, you will get not only the complimentary consultation, but also the book. And I'll even sign it for you if you'd like to. Uh, like for me to, if you'd rather not, that's fine too. It's probably worth less if I sign it, but that is the <laughs> offer. If you do not reach uh, someone live, leave a message, and that way we will be able to keep up with the first 20 callers. So, the number to call is seven seven zero. 980 9262. In that uh, complimentary consultation, we can cover anything from IRA planning to income planning, social security planning, uh, premature death planning, legacy and estate planning. Certainly, anything, any concerns you have about retirement, we can cover in that. Uh, short meeting we typically put aside about 60 to 90 minutes we have put aside uh, several blocks of time over the next 2 weeks for those that are interested so be one of the first 20 callers we will get you in that uh, in, in that into that group the first 20 callers 7709809262
0: all right yeah and make sure you leave your name and number there's no cost no obligation for that consultation and the book so pick up the phone and give Mark a call now We're gonna be right back, so stay tuned for more from Mark Fricks here on Financially Tuned right after this. Asset allocation can be a huge part of a successful retirement, but where do you start?
1: We start by providing our clients with the Rule of 100 report. This report helps to provide general guidelines for proper allocation of your retirement and investment assets. We complement this insightful report with the My Point of View questionnaire. Do you have a financial point of view? This insightful self-assessment will help you answer that question. These crucial retirement documents can be found in the Retirement Income Toolkit, and you can get yours right now by either downloading it at masterplanyourretirement.com or by calling us at Master Plan Retirement Consultants at 770-980-9262. Don't start planning your retirement without it. Welcome back to Financially Tuned with me, Mark Fricks of Master Plan Retirement Consultants, and our co host today, Tony Shore, and we've been discussing estate planning and uh, estate planning, not to be confused with just having a will. Uh, although we have di- uh, already discussed the basic documents to have, but in this segment, we want to talk more about the actual planning process when it comes to making sure that your stuff gets to where you want it to go with the least amount of legal involvement, the least amount of legal cost and the least impact of taxes. And I think those are all uh, very important things to pay attention to and uh, real estate planning We'll cover all of those items.
0: Sure, and I think it's really important to have an estate plan in place. Now, when you work with your clients, you also work with uh, estate planning attorneys uh, uh, to help your clients as well, right?
1: Yeah, that's right, Tony. We've uh, we've been trained in estate planning techniques and and uh, different strategies and and uh, and how the estate planning laws work. Uh, especially here in the southeast, but we also we are not attorneys, but we have three attorneys as part of our team that work here with us. Uh, They come in and uh, once we get a pretty basic plan down with the client, the attorney takes it to the next level and uh, creates the documents that are needed to make sure that what we've planned on will happen. And so uh, they do work with us. They uh, are in here in our office uh, virtually every week meeting with the various clients. So we have uh, one of our attorneys, the one we use the most often, um has been I've been working with him for 17 years so uh we have a great relationship we've seen his you know the estate planning work because uh you know unfortunately we've had several clients pass away over those 17 years so we've been through the process um and um so it's uh you know it's kind of proof in the pudding so to speak so yes they a great relationship and and because we do so much work with them and they are part of our team uh, we do get a, um, you know, probably a more value for what the client pays for as well. So that's, you know, not the main thing, but it certainly is, um, you know, something that uh, is, is nice that you can get a little bit better price or a little bit better buy on on the documents that are created.
0: Sure. So what are some of the other tips you have for our listeners out there regarding estate planning?
1: Well, in addition to the basic documents, in many cases, not all, but many cases, uh, it's important for um, a, a family or a couple or even an individual to perhaps use a trust, a living revocable trust. And we won't get into all the ins and outs, but they are a better document uh, based on your circumstances. They give you more control. They help you avoid probate. They can do a good job of help, helping to avoid certain taxes at uh, at your passing um, and, and just uh, they just work better because they actually go into effect the day you sign the documents. And so they begin controlling and helping you control your stuff from the day you know the trust is set up. So a trust, uh, you know, and I think pretty much any legal expert you talk to, if they really truly understand estate planning, will tell you a trust is better in most cases, and, and not always, but many cases it is. So part of the uh, consultation that we're offering, we can discuss, you know, should a trust be used for you or would a will be sufficient? The only negative thing with using a trust really is that it's just a little bit more expensive. I, there are not any other reasons not to use one. So, uh, But in the long run, we think it saves a lot of money, a lot of time, a lot of grief, and just gives you and your family much more control over what's going on uh, as you go through your life. So a trust, a living trust is important. Some folks can use an irrevocable trust things of that nature. But the other thing, too, Tony, when we start looking at actual estate planning, the, the next area is to look at, as we talked about earlier, beneficiary planning. And that's making sure your beneficiaries line up with your wishes and line up with your documents. Many times you may think your will says one thing, then your beneficiary says another, and now you've got a conflict of your in your plan. And so not only making sure we do what we call a beneficiary audit And we actually go through and making sure that all the beneficiaries are lined up and make sure that you actually have copies of those because we're finding, and I know this is weird, but a lot of institutions are beginning to lose beneficiary designations. Think about this. You go down to the bank, open an IRA, you, you list a beneficiary, and at that time you list your spouse maybe first. And as far as your backup, you're not really sure, so you leave it blank for now, and I think I'll go back later never gets done. Um, But then, you know, a few years pass and that bank gets bought by another bank or that bank goes under and gets taken over by another bank. We're finding a lot of those documents are getting destroyed in the process, uh, literally getting you know shredded and and so now you're you don't have a copy of that and if you don't have a copy and they don't have a copy now we got a problem and so that's something else the beneficiary planning is a very important part of what we do and then we start looking at the tax implications how do we avoid estate taxes if there is an estate tax problem but more importantly how to avoid paying taxes on an IRA if you pass away. And, and, you know, it's not a difficult situation if you pass away and leave an IRA to a spouse. That's relatively simple as long as it's handled correctly. But once it goes to the next level, children and grandchildren, certainly a danger of that IRA being uh, having to be taken out uh, over a one to five year period. And now you're talking about taxes of 20, 30, 40, 50% of that IRA could be eaten up by taxes. So, very important to to have a tax consideration when you start doing estate planning as well.
0: Well, and the more you talk about this, Mark, it seems like it can get pretty complicated. For our listeners out there, uh, they really need help and guidance with this, and that's where you come in, isn't it?
1: Well, it really is. You know, a lot of folks that come in and say, Yeah, we, we went and had a will done, and I'll say, Did you do estate planning? And they're like, Um, I guess we did. <laughs> you know, so well, this is how you tell if you've done estate planning. If you did a will or a trust and powers of attorney and the attorney did not did not ask to see uh your statements, did not ask to see your beneficiary designations, did not ask uh, ask to see your deed for your property, any property you own, if they did not ask to see all of that type of stuff, then they did not do estate planning. They did document creation. Okay. And that's a big difference. And, and the problem is, is a lot of attorneys that do estate planning, it's kind of a sideline and, and they've, uh, they've gone and, and perhaps taken a class and they've gotten some templates, uh, in a package and now they, they create a will. And you know, that's, That's good. That's better than nothing. But it's certainly not the higher level that designated estate planning attorneys can can do. And by, you know, by someone using us and going through us, we not only include estate planning as part of our services, but then we connect up with the actual estate planning attorney that's done this hundreds and hundreds of times they stay up on the estate planning because it's one of the few things they do and we're able to as a team tie it together and that way you don't have the 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 gaps uh that that could occur if you go to one attorney then you go over to to some uh, uh you know broker and do a couple of an accounts over there now you've got gaps and so that's why we think it's really important to do all in one place with one planner to make sure it's tied together and uh there's, there's, not the danger of missing something that, again, before you know it, it's too late to change because something has occurred.
0: Uh, It's been a great show so far. You've talked to us about the importance of having an estate plan in place, working with a financial planner to get that plan uh, laid out, and then you've been going over some of the important aspects to an estate plan, the will, the trust, and you mentioned beneficiary designations. Is there anything else you want to add to that? today.
1: Yeah, I think uh, I'm going to go over the nine basic uh, legacy planning tips just to kind of give folks some things to think about. These are nine things that you need to make sure that uh, that is part of your estate plan. So the first thing is no matter what you're worth, at least basic legacy planning is a must. Tip number two is uh, a legacy plan may contain several crucial pieces. Again, the pieces may depend on your situation, whether you need a trust or not an uh, irrevocable trust, things of that nature. Also depends sometimes on the state that you live in, but make sure at least you have the basic pieces. Number three, keep a good record of your assets. Uh, every client that we work with, we do a, a financial statement. We keep it up to date. It has not only every account you have and every holding you have, but also the account numbers, who the beneficiaries are, and things like that. And that way, if something were to happen, there's a good record of everything you have, and and, and we can follow up and make sure that goes Smoothly. Number four, everybody needs a will, regardless of what are the documents you have. You need a will. If you don't have anything, you need a will. Number five, trust, especially living trust, are not just for the wealthy. Uh, If uh, you know you can have very little assets, but maybe because of certain circumstances in your situation, you still might need a trust. So that's part of the discussion that we need to have. Number six. Make sure you discuss your legacy plans with your family. Don't keep it a secret. Let them know. I mean, you don't have to show off your accounts. You don't have to divulge financial information, but make sure they understand your basic premise, why you're doing certain things. Make sure they know where your documents are, uh, things of that nature. Number seven, um, basically you need to consider the federal estate tax exemption. We don't have time to get into that today, but uh, basically it's just a way to make sure you don't pay a whole lot of money in estate taxes when you pass away. Uh, So that if it's uh, your particular situation, that may be something we need to take a look at as well. Number eight. Uh, There are easy ways to give away gifts tax-free and reduce your estate taxes if you have a state tax problem. Again, that's part of the plan if it fits your particular situation. And then number nine, it's better to give, but it's also good to receive. So if part of your situation is you need to kind of move some uh, assets around from a standpoint to avoid estate taxes, then charitable giving is a good thing. Uh, Doing a charitable gift to a foundation to where you actually get a get a deduction now, but also can get income back. There are different things you can do to pass that on, even giving away uh, maybe stock that has a high cost basis or a low cost basis, I should say. So just different things. Again, taxes are an important part of legacy planning, so make sure that's part of it as well. So, you know, those are kind of the final tips for today, and I hope those help. But again, we're offering the special, the first 20 callers that contact us um, get a complimentary consultation along with a complimentary copy of my new book that discusses not only estate planning but all aspects of financial planning. So that phone number seven seven zero nine eight zero nine two six two. If you're unable to write that down, just do a search "Master Plan Retirement Consultants" and our phone number is listed on our website.
0: All right. Well, thank you so much, Mark, and that does it for today's episode of Financially Tuned with Mark Fricks. And
1: we've had a great show. I hope that has been helpful for you. And we look forward to seeing you same time, same place next week.
0: Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Mark Fricks at Master Plan Retirement Consultants. Call 770-980-9262 or visit their website at masterplanyourretirement.com com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Opinions expressed are solely those of Master Plan Retirement Consultants and staff. All topics covered are believed to be from reliable sources. However, Master Plan Retirement Consultants makes no representations as to its accuracy or completeness. Topics should be discussed with your individual advisor prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services offered through Master Plan Wealth Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor in the state of Georgia. Insurance products and services are offered through Fricks & Associates, Inc. Master Plan Wealth Advisors and Fricks and & Associates, Inc. are affiliated companies. Mark Fricks and Master Plan Retirement Consultants are not affiliated with are endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.